Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Oblivion, the podcast. I'm your, Pete, I'm your host, Pete Castanis, and this is uh, episode five, season one. Today's date is June 12th, 2022. And uh, today I will do just like I did uh, in the previous episode. I would discuss a TV show from each decade that is uh, largely forgotten and obscure and rarely syndicated on television. And uh, should be, it's a very interesting list. So uh, first, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Borden Dutch Chocolate Milk. Mm, that sounds good. This is from the 19, early 1960s. So sit back and enjoy, and, and I'll be right back. Thank you. Here's Elsie's Skating Club. Isn't Elsie graceful? And look at Elmer. I'm cold. So Beulah says, let's go in and warm up. I know just the thing for that, says Beauregard. Hot Borden's Dutch chocolate. Yes, sir. Delicious Borden's Dutch chocolate, ready to use right from the carton. Full of good milk nourishment, plus the extra good chocolate flavor of real Dutch cocoa. Just the thing when you come in out of the cold, or any time. Borden's Dutch chocolate, made with real Dutch cocoa, tastes so good. Makes you feel so good, too. And it's ready mixed. So easy to use right from the carton, hot or cold. Ask your mom to get some today. Borden's Dutch chocolate. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Bye, Borden's today. Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for uh, Borden... Uh... Dutch chocolate milk. Mm, that sounds good. Uh, Borden's is, uh, I don't know, it's still around, sort of. I haven't seen it in Chicago, <laughs> but it was good. They had good products. Uh, uh, I remember their cottage cheese was good, and uh, the milk is wonderful. With uh, Elsie the Cow, famous uh, spokesperson or spokes cow. <laughs> okay. Now, I will run down a list of what I'm going to talk about from each decade, and then I will get started. And uh, here we go. From the 1940s, I will talk about the sitcom The Ruggles. From the 1950s, uh, it was a sitcom called Jamie. From the 1960s, I will talk about the variety show The Judy Garland Show. Very interesting, which will... Uh, this is uh, Judy Garland's 100th birthday this month. Uh, we all still miss her. 1970s is Lots of Luck. It's a sitcom. Uh, 1980s is Auto Man. That's, a, that's an interesting show. And uh, also in the 1990s, I would talk about George. That starred George Foreman. And uh, last but not least, in the 2000s, I would talk about The Lion's Den. That starred Rob Lowe. Okay. So, uh, like I said before, I will talk about each show. Give a... It's origins and a little trivia should be a lot of fun. Okay, so we're going to start off with the first show, The Ruggles, and uh, probably a lot of people forgot all about it. <laughs> I don't blame them. Okay, so The Ruggles was a sitcom. It premiered on October twenty third, nineteen forty nine, and uh, it was canceled June nineteenth, nineteen fifty two. Probably the last show that aired. And it aired on ABC, one of the earliest uh, shows on, you know, earliest sitcoms of that uh, network. Uh, 
And it was uh, recorded on Kinescope, just like they did in the old days. And uh, it starred a, an actor. He was a comedian. His name was Charlie Ruggles. And he did a lot of uh, acting, mostly on radio and television. And uh, what I remember, my favorite uh, thing that he did, he guest starred on The Munsters. And Herman Munster wanted to get a driver's license. So he, so Grandpa suggested him to go to a small town so you won't be nervous and you'll get your license. So they did. They, grew, they, they drove to some small town out in the boondocks. And there was Charlie Ruggles. And he played, uh, he was the mayor. He was the, the driving. He, there was only one person. He, he's the only person that lived in the town. <laughs> But he was so befuddled and confused, and but a sweet man. So he tried to help uh, Herman get his driver's license. I thought at first he thought he'd get a marriage license. He thought that uh, maybe it was his eyesight. He didn't see very. Well. He thought Grandpa and Herman were getting married, but they weren't. And uh, when they okay, when he tried out for the driver's license, it, Herman started the car, and he only drove about a few feet, and then he passed. <laughs> that was the end of that. I would have accepted it. So it was the funniest episode. That, that it, I still laugh at that. I really do. But he was a very, uh, Charlie Ruggles was a very uh, talented actor, you know. And uh, so if you if you see him on the old sitcoms, you would know who he was. So And uh, so he had his own first TV, he had his own TV show. Never knew that until... I never knew that when I was younger, but then I found out. And uh, also, so here's the plot of the show. Uh, he was this, uh, the character's name was the same as his real name. His wife was Margaret, and uh, two actresses played. One was Irene Tedrow, used to see her a lot on television. Then it was Aaron O'Brien O'More, and uh, had four, he had four children. Okay. And uh, so that ran about, uh, they don't know how many episodes it ran, so they're not sure. So he, the plot of this, the show was he was a department manager for a company, I think insurance. And uh, so when he, it's just like a typical sitcom, you know, you have problems at home and all kinds of uh, strange things happen like that. So most of the time, it was uh, largely in the home. The program was broadcast live, you know, so that was one of the few. Uh, there are not many episodes survive. I think there is one or a few, a couple at the US, UCLA Film and Television Archive. I went there one time. Uh, no, I did not go there. I went to Beverly Hills when I went to LA. But I would like to see this episode. Um, it could, I think it's on YouTube. Maybe a couple episodes, so you can check it out. So here's the theme song of the Ruggles, starring Charles Ruggles. So so sit back and enjoy, everybody. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. 
Okay, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the intro for The Ruggles, uh, one of the very rare TV shows. I don't think it was syndicated because it, it couldn't have been. It was just, uh, it was broadcast live, like the most of the early uh, TV shows from the late 40s. So, um, so that's that. <laughs> okay, next up, I have a sitcom called Jamie. And it was created by David Suskind. You remember him from his talk show from the 60s and the 70s. I remember him. His show was on, I think, Channel 9 and WGN TV in Chicago. I remember that. Also, that was another live show. And uh, it premiered from, uh, it premiered October 5th, 1953 until October 4th, 1954, on my birthday. And it aired on ABC. Same, uh, same network. And it starred Brandon DeWilder, Wilde, Wilde, can't pronounce his name. A very talented young actor, you know, and uh, he did a lot of things uh, after that. And uh, the cast consisted of Ernest, Ernest Truex, Polly Rolls, Kathleen Nolan, and Alice Pierce, best known for Mrs. Kravitz on Bewitch. <laughs> I would love to see her. She's still funny. <laughs> oh, every time I look at her, I start laughing. But in the the play, the uh, role, um, let's see, uh, Kathleen Nolan's role, let's see, uh, which was uh, her teenage cousin Liz. Uh, in the pilot, was uh, the, the actress was Eva Marie Saint, famous uh, Hollywood actress. She's still alive to this day. Amazing. So um, the pilot episode air it was on the ABC album Plymouth Playhouse, a very an anthology series that uh, that that uh, aired in the, in April of 1953. So the pilot uh, was accepted. You know, they uh, they gave the green light, but Eva Marie Saint was a replace. I don't know who did that. So so the star of the show, Brandon Wild was uh he was 11 years old he did uh he was on broadway and uh very talented actor and uh he was his famous role was joey star starrett in the 1953 movie shane that starred alan ladd and you know come back shane come back shane you know and he he was nominated for a cameo award i've seen the movie about a couple times he's wonderful i loved it so uh, uh, behind the scenes, uh, uh, you know, when you do a live show, you're very nervous and you don't you forget your lines. And then Brandon, he was very gifted, very talented, but uh, he got pressured, you know, and uh, the, the contract said that, that if he um, had problems or didn't want to continue, he would just leave the series. So that was in the contract. Thank God. His parents uh, arranged that, so that, but it didn't uh, didn't happen. Um, so after the season ended in 1954, it would start the second uh, season, but it uh, dropped out. So it really ran for two seasons, like one and a half like that. So they just canceled it. I don't know. Um, they had trouble with the, with the spons sponsors. So they had nothing to do with the actor. 
It was behind the scenes. So the plot of the show was he was a seven-year-old boy and his parent, and he was an orphan. His parents died and he had no place to go. And, uh, he, and, and, tried to, and so he tried to move from relative to relative. He finally found a relative, Aunt Lori. And uh, then he bonded with his grandpa. With, and uh, they uh, mostly was him and Ernest Truex. So uh, the character's name was Jamie McComber. Grandpa McCormer. So, uh, just the usual plots. He didn't want to wear glasses. He wanted to go to this. He ran away to the circus. Some had comedy, some had drama. Not really. And uh, most of the pl- scenes in the show took took place at Aunt Lori's back porch. Okay. So, I'm going to play the theme song. of. Uh, well, it's not the theme song. It's the sponsor. Yeah, it's very hard to find. And uh, so, and it's uh, Jamie is spo- is uh, the sponsor was uh, Sun Sweet Prune Juice. <laughs> Very nice. So here is uh, here is Jamie. Okay, and enjoy. It's time for Jamie, starring Brandon DeWilda, with Ernest Truex, Polly Rolls, and Kathy Nolan. Brought to you by Sun Sweet Prune Juice. The fruit juice that gives you something extra. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the sponsor, uh, Jamie, the uh, Sunsweet Prune Juice. Uh, I'll give you a little uh, background about Brandon. Um, let's see. Uh, he was born in Brooklyn. His uh, real name was Andre Brandon DeWilder. Or I don't know how they pronounce his name. And... Uh, Let's see, he, uh, his name is Dutch Origin, so, um, so he started acting at the, his, he started acting very young, and at, at the age of seven, he made his Broadway debut in The Member of the Wedding, and he was, uh, very, uh, suc- it was very successful, and he became very, uh, popular, then he acted in the, f- the film I mentioned before, Shane, that, as Joey Starrett and he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And he was the youngest one at the time, you know. And uh, then he's, of course, he started his new, uh, started the te- television series, Jamie. And uh, then he did other, um, did other uh, roles on Broadway. Then he starred in uh, other movies, Night Passage, did some television, uh, like uh, Wagon Train. He also, his famous uh, TV role, uh, there's another one, but the other one was called The Sorcerer's Apprentice, and that was in, that would appeared in Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And uh, I won't give, I don't want to give away the plot, but it was, it was kind of disturbing. So he played, uh, but he was, a, his name was Hugo, and he was a mentally impaired youth. And he can se- he couldn't separate fact from fantasy, so I don't go into more detail of that. And then he play and then he appeared in other uh, movies, All Fall Down, starring Warren Beatty and Eva Marie Saint, which she starred in the pilot of the of the show Jamie. Also, HUD with Paul Newman. He was also uh, did other TV shows and uh, did a couple of Disney movies. What I remember about uh, 
another TV role. He was on Night Gallery, and there was, I think it was uh, the episode Class of 99. No, uh, I don't remember that one. Uh, I'll look it up and I'll tell you. So, yeah. Yeah, it was the Class of uh, 99. And I think it was... Uh, I think it starred Pat Boone. I remember that. I haven't seen the episode in a long time. So that was from his last roles like that. And uh, he was killed in a traffic accident on July 6, 1972, which is a shame. And uh, he was 30 years old. So he died of uh, multiple injuries like that, which is a shame. Because uh, another young talent gone like that. Okay, that's a, that's terrible. But I love him in the Alfred Hitchcock Presents episode and also in Night Gallery. Shane, I have not seen that movie in a long time, but it was good. Uh, it was a good movie, good Western, and he was great in that. Okay. Next up, I will talk about yeah, the Judy Garland show. Oh, boy. I'm, I watched this show on PBS, on WTTW Channel 11 in Chicago. I saw a few episodes. I loved it. It was wonderful. But it had, uh, it was on there for one year because there was a lot of uh, controversy back then uh, because uh, because of the star, you know. Judy Garland celebrated her 100th birthday this month. Happy birthday to her. We all still miss her. She's uh, a rare talent. And uh, I'll give you the history of the show. It premiered on September 29, 1963, and uh, ended March 29, 1964. Starred her, of course, you know, and it was uh, aired on CBS. And uh, it was directed by two two famous directors. One was George Shatler. I can't pronounce his name. Who's a direct who created not created but part of Roland Martin's Laughing and Norm Norm Jewison. He was a famous movie director. He directed a lot of uh, classic movies. Uh, they tried to get Judy Garland to star in a variety show, but uh, she didn't want to do that because. Uh, but she was in debt and she had a lot of money and she had personal problems. We all heard from the stories and but uh, she accepted. She got good money, thank thank goodness. And uh, there was 26 episodes. And uh, most, in the beginning, they showed, like, uh, she did some singing and some dancing. There were some comedy bits. And uh, she brought her children on the show. Uh, her, her Liza Minnelli was there, Lorna Luft, and uh, her son, Joey. And they were there, and uh, they sang together. They did. It was uh, very nice. And uh, and uh, Jerry Van Dyke was in the show, but uh, the critics didn't like him, and the audience didn't care for him. I don't know. I liked him. He, he was a funny man. But the show was opposite Bonanza, and that was the most popular, second most popular program on TV. You know, that was huge. You know, on NBC, but it didn't work. Just couldn't knock it down. But you know the ratings wasn't uh, well, and uh, but the the audience loved it. They loved the show, and they wanted to uh, they wanted to continue. But uh, Judy Judy Garland wanted to continue, but they only aired one season, which is a shame, you know, because uh, it was good. It was a good show. So I'm going to play uh, a clip. 
Uh, that's all I could find uh, so far. But it's uh, it's in the introduction of one show from. Let's see. Uh, it's, I think it's December. I can tell you the date. Yes, it's the introduction from December 15, 1963. It features Tony Bennett and Dick Sean, the comedian. And uh, Tony Bennett's still around, but uh, he's very sick. So here is the, uh, here's the clip of uh, Judy Garland with those two wonderful, talented men. Here we go. Yes, indeed. 
Show with tonight's guest, Tony Bennett and Dick Sean. Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed uh, that clip of Tony Bennett and Dick Sean with Judy Garland. Uh, the show, like I said, ran for just one year. It is on DVD if you can find it. It's volume one and two, but they're not in broadcast order for some reason, most of them. So uh, just trying to figure out. Uh, I like to buy it. I, I don't have it. So maybe someday I'll get it because it's look, it's fascinating to watch. It really is. Okay. Next up, I will talk about the sitcom Lots of Luck from the 1970s, and uh, it premiered September 10th, 1973, and it was canceled March 15, 1974 on, on NBC, and uh, starred uh, Dom DeLuise, Kathleen Freeman, Beverly Sanders, and Wynn Irwin, also Jack Knight. It was based on a TV show in London called On the Buses, which I never knew that. It was a sitcom in England, and uh, he, uh, Stanley Belmont, worked at the Lost and Found at the bus company. I don't know if he was a bus driver, probably did, or didn't want to, but uh, that was his job. He just uh, worked there, was behind a cage, you know, like that, just like Louis De Palma as the dispatcher on taxi. And, uh, and Kathleen Freeman was funny. She's famous for The Penguin and The Blues Brothers. <laughs> and also from Jerry Lewis movies. Oh, she's hilarious. She, she started in a couple, a couple of Lucy shows, too. Uh, no, just a Lucy show, I guess. And it uh, was not very popular, but I found it funny. And it is on DVD. And I bought it. And I remember seeing uh, a couple of episodes. One of the guest stars it was in there was Suzanne Summers. That was one of her earliest TV roles. But I read somewhere one of his her, one of her earliest TV shows was in Doctor Kildare that starred Richard Chamberlain, and she was in there. You know, I wish I can catch that. But uh, someone told me she was a brunette in that show. Maybe she was. I don't know. I gotta check it out. So um, here's the theme song for Lots of Luck. And uh, lots of luck in listening to it. So enjoy, everybody. I used to buy a pickle. It only used to cost a nickel. And a bus ride only used to cost a dime. Lots of luck. Them days can be forgotten. The world has gotten rotten. Lots of luck. Lots of luck. Lots of luck. And it keeps on getting rougher. A dollar isn't even worth the half a bar. So in order to survive, just to keep yourself alive, what you really need today is... Lots of luck. 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 Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's a, the people who are singing is Dom DeLuise and the cast members. <laughs> I don't think the women are in there, but uh, I recognize them. Either. So uh, that was set in New York City. You could tell like that. And here's some trivia about the show. Uh, it was based on the on the buses. It was a uh, TV show in Britain. 
So uh, all the characters kept their original first names except Jack. He was named Bum- Bummy in the uh, in the the British series, but not in the the English version. And uh, a funny thing about this, uh, the, they use the same set they use on Sanford and Son. <laughs> so when they you know they were doing filming the shows. They used Sanford's. They used the TV, the uh, the stage for Sanford Sunday, and lots of luck did that. And like I said before, it's still it's on DVD. Uh, maybe you could find it on Amazon. You know, I, I I love the show. I watched it twice. It's very funny. And uh, you know, uh, Dom DeLuise had his nagging mother, and he lived with her. Oh boy, <laughs> what a that's enjoyable. I meant, I, I, that's probably why I gained weight a lot. I probably had a lot of stress <laughs> living with her and the job. The job, he didn't really do anything, but oh well. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about Auto Man. And it was a superhero uh, series. And uh, it starred uh, Dizzy Ernest Jr. He was not Auto Man. Chuck Wagner was. And also... Uh, Heather McNair, Robert Lansing, very famous uh, uh, TV actor, and Gerald S. Laughlin, who was famous in The Rookies. So the and this aired on ABC. It premiered on December 15, 1983, and was canceled April 2nd, 1984, just one year. And uh, the plot was this was a the story was Auto Man was a there was a police officer, and he was a computer programmer. His name was uh, it was Automan, I guess, and that was his name. Oh, it was Otto Jane Man. So Automan, so you get that. And uh, but no, I want I want to clarify something. He was a police officer. The computer programmer was Walter Nebaker, played by Dizzy Ernest Jr. That's one of his uh, TV. I think it was the first TV series he starred after here's lucy he did some movies maybe i was wrong you know but uh so oh i'm going to start it in the beginning so the police officer and computer programmer was desi arnes jr okay the autumn the hologram was chuck wagner so uh he was like a computer so and uh they did some adventures together like that and uh also, the, but they didn't last very long. There was 13 episodes. There was one and aired. I think you could find a bootleg DVD on it. I think it's on DVD. I'm not sure. Probably. So it was on uh, Monday nights. It was competed with Scarecrow and Mrs. King, which starred Kate Jackson, who started on The Rookies and TV's bloopers and practical jokes. So, uh, that's a shame because I watched the show. It was pretty good. I liked it. It was very enjoyable. So, uh, but then the it reran once on the Sci-Fi Channel. So that's good. I didn't see that. Uh, I wish I did. Okay. So here's the theme song of Automan. So enjoy, everybody. <laughs>
Okay, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Automan. Uh, that took me back to the early 80s. Uh, give you a little trivia of the show. The auto car that he drove was a customized Lamborghini Countach or Countach. And uh, let's see. This this show was inspired by the movie Tron from 1982 from Disney. I remember that. The creator of the show was Glenn A. Larson. He did a lot of shows like that. And uh, there was a video game released on the show. And it was for the Commodore 64 computer. Remember that? I, I never had that uh, computer, but I had a friend, of, a friend of mine had that, and I used that. And uh, at the time, it was the most expensive show to produce, you know, and uh, it cost a million bucks to do, you know, one, one season. So that's probably why it uh, was canceled, not because just because of ratings, because it was too expensive to produce. And uh, let's see. So, and there was also the autoplane. That was that. So that was, and uh, actually they do like a miniature model. So you know how they filmed that. <laughs> so that's another TV show that came and went, you know, but it had a good concept at the time. You know, I, if it was made today, it'd be totally different. I know it would be oh, with special effects. So we'll see about that. All right. Next up, uh, another sitcom that came and went, and that was called George. <laughs> and it starred George Foreman. Of a, he's a professional boxer, you know, and his nickname his nickname was uh, Big George, and he was a heavyweight champion, and uh, and he won the he won a gold medal from the Olympics. But he's also famous for his George Foreman grill. Uh, a lot of people I know bought it. I never owned it, but I heard it's pretty good. You know, I don't know if it's, I'm sure it's still selling, uh, probably. So I'm surprised he got uh, approached to doing a sitcom, you know, but that, that was amazing. Uh, the show was produced by Tony Danza, famous for Tony Banta from Taxi. And it aired on ABC uh, from November 5th, 1993 through January 1994. It aired only uh, 10 episodes. One was unaired, just one season. And uh, so the premise was he was a retired boxer and he took care of troubled children. This reminds me of Fish, you know, with a Vagoda. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Uh, he, his character's name was George Foster. His wife's name was Maggie Foster, played by Cheryl Lee Ralph. Ralph. She's famous for, I think, Moesha's mother. I think so. The TV sitcom. Also on It's a, Make, it's a Living. And it had a good cast, uh, but it didn't catch on. So it was just uh, came and went. So here's the theme song of George that starred George Foreman. Here we go. In America, everyone is free. No matter who you are, you can be what you want to be. No one can tell you what to do or say. Nothing can ever take your 
Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song. Um, but uh, not much trivia on that, uh, except I found one thing. On Jeopardy, when they had Sports Jeopardy, you know, they had Rock and Roll Jeopardy, Sports Jeopardy. They showed a clip of it. It's <laughs> George Foreman. <laughs> so that's fine. So um, I don't know if it was rerun after that. Not doubt it. You know, maybe somebody had a bootleg or something. You could watch it. But I enjoyed the show. I watched it a couple of times. So, you know, uh, he wasn't a great actor. He tried. So, uh, but he was, uh, he seems like a very nice man. You know, he really was. Okay. And that's from the 1990s. So, next up from the 2000s, we have The Lion's Den. Uh, I think a lot of people sort of remember this show. I saw it once and uh, it was okay. And, uh, this show premiered uh, September 28th, 2003, uh, and it was canceled on November 30th, uh, 2003, same year. Yeah, it was like that. So it starred Rob Lowe, famous uh, movie actor, and uh, he's still acting to this day, and he's still so young looking. I don't know how he does it. Same age as me. <laughs> Like that. So uh, he started at the West Wing and then he got offered a job and he left. And uh, the cast consisted of Matt Craven, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Mitchell, Kyle Chandler from Early Edition, Francis Fisher, famous uh, actress, and David Crummeltz. And uh, didn't, it didn't air, for, it had low ratings and uh, he didn't uh, didn't catch on, you know. So, uh, Rabble played John Jack Turner, the most principal lawyer working from a corrupt law firm of Lyons, Lacrosse, Levine. Sheesh. And um, so, and then there was, uh, it was like I mentioned, uh, the uh, cast members. Rip Torn played Jack's father, you know, and uh, he was Harlan. Harlan M. Turner, you know, that was very interesting. Oh, he was a wonderful uh, actor. So like that. The the show didn't catch on, and it was canceled, but uh, Rapolo was interviewed later on. So they made, they filmed a crazy ending, and, uh, and it was like, I don't want to spoil it, but I will. So he became, like, he killed Chuck. Kyle Chandler's character in the office because he found out something he did and you can find that on YouTube. And, uh, so he stabbed him and, uh, and then he, uh, called his father and said, uh, you know, uh, we need to move on like that. So you can watch that up. You can watch that clip and the Rob will discuss it. And uh, he didn't seem very happy about that. You know, he wanted this to, to, the show to succeed, but it didn't. Okay. Also in the cast, which I forgot was James Pickens Jr. He was in Judge and Amy and also he's in Grey's Anatomy. He's still in the show after all this time. Wonderful actor. So I'm going to play the theme song of the lion's den. Here we go.
Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song. Oh, that was a good theme song for the Lion's Den. I'll give you a little trivia, and then we sign off for the day. And uh, Rob Lowe wrote this in this book. He had an autobiography, and uh, he said the show, they tried to save money, so they went to a abandoned paint factory. Oh, that was fine. <laughs> it's crazy, you know. And... Uh, the building next door was a sex toy factory. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. It was funny. So uh, that was uh, that was fun. I don't know who made this decision. Also, um, one of the guest stars was Jewel, the singer, and uh, she was going to be a love interest to him. And uh, she was uh, going out with someone, and uh, her boyfriend didn't like it. And that was, uh, well, we shouldn't have brought him on the set anyway. But uh, so that, uh, but they had good chemistry together, like that. So, um, but Jewel talk about uh, appearing on the show because she was a very popular singer. So is it? So. Uh, Rob Lowe enjoyed uh, doing the show, but somehow the network hated it. They, they, uh, they. So, uh, like I said before, uh, he was uh, revealed to be a serial killer, and he began killing people secretly through the entire season. That's an, you know, that's an interesting plot. It really was. Uh, so, if they released the show on DVD. With the remaining episodes, I would watch that. It was that would be a good, uh, you know. But uh, if they aired it like that, it, it would be a complete shock to everyone, to the viewers. So that didn't happen. Okay, that's that's funny. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of our show. Uh, I will do a recap really quick. Uh, in the 1940s, I discussed the Ruggles. Uh, 1950s, Jamie. 1960s, The Judy Garland Show. 1970s, Lots of Luck. 1980s, Automan. The 1990s, George. And the 2000s, The Lion's Den. Uh, I talked a long time. I hope you enjoyed it. If you don't have to, you know, if you have plenty of time to spare, just tune in to this podcast. And for TV Oblivion, uh, I will post this on my social media accounts. Also, whatever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Same thing with my other podcasts, Vanishing Online Stories. Also, I have a YouTube channel now. It's on TV Oblivion. If you do a search, it is there to, for you to listen. And uh, please listen to the previous episodes as well. So this is your host, Pete Castanis, and thank you for joining me on TV Oblivion, the podcast. Uh, I hope to hear from you soon. I will do a next uh, another episode uh, sometime this week, and uh, it'll be episode six. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay, so uh, here's right now I'm going to play at the ending theme song would be the pick and pluck song. <laughs> so enjoy that, and take care, everybody, and everyone have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye.